it's, it's always interesting for myself, for Jim, and sharing, because as that action of the spiritual teacher, it's really, truly a spiritual action, and to express it through the physical body, where in truth the spiritual action is not about the physical body, but yet obviously the spirit of who we are, we find ourselves in the physical body, so that part of us that is human, well, so it is for the spiritual teacher as well to be human. And so even in sharing here on this level, it's always a process of just opening up becoming vulnerable and allowing myself to just be very present and in touch with the divinity that I am, but also that action that is God, that is that river of loving that we speak of is the Holy Spirit, the light and the sound, the sound current, the audible life stream. There is that action that is placed with any spiritual teacher that truly is that expression of God's loving for the soul. And so as we find ourselves here in the physical body, that loving is expressed from God to the soul right here. And this is where it can sometimes take a bit to stretch ourselves to look beyond the human or physical form and really begin to develop more of a spiritual relationship. This pathway is, as we say over and over, about your relationship with God. And Jim and I are here as a vehicle to support that relationship, not to replace it, to support it. And so as that loving is shared from teacher to disciple, that is but an outer reflection of that loving of the God that has with the soul and the soul with God. And so it's often in the relationship here with teacher-disciple that that movement of loving begins to also now move in such a way that it can bring more awakefulness to that inner truth of who we are as a soul in our relationship with God. It's often referred to as as above, so below. So that which is in spirit is also reflected down here into the physical. We often say it's a poor reflection because there's a lot of things that get in the way or distract us from the fullness or the purity of that direct relationship of God and the soul. But such is the physical realm and all of its traps and games, deceptions, illusions. And so we, here we find ourselves, each one of us, working on letting go of the deceptions, the deceiving, the tricks, trick or treat. That's right, we just got done with Halloween. We're trying to always get the treat and avoid the tricks rather than looking at the wholeness of it all and all that comes in this physical world. But as we ever are focused into the physical world, well, that's not the way to go to wake up spiritually because you get what you focus on. So if you're always focused into the physical world of the tricks or the treats, the rights and the wrongs, the goods and the bads, the left and the right, the positive and negatives, you're going to find yourself ever going back and forth, back and forth, always trying to figure it out, driving yourself crazy, trying to get it right and avoid getting it wrong. And therein lies the trap. 
And that's why in here we share the only true way out of the trap is in, in and up to that doorway. That doorway is the way out as well as the way in. We came into here. And so in this action of spirit and meditation, well, that's the way out as well. All we did was close the door behind us when we came in. And then over time, we forgot about it and lost the keys, locked ourselves in by all of our thoughts and feelings, our fantasies and desires and fears and judgments. And so those of us that when the time is ready, where we're ready to really begin to find our way out and open that door to begin the journey beyond this trap, well, guess what? In truth, God is with each of us. And that loving, that support, that grace is there for everybody. But it's not until we're really ready to choose back do we now receive that grace and take it in. And that's what the initiation with the sacred name is that we talk about and share in here in Inner Light Ministries in any path of sound and light, any time period, any teacher. It's just for when the soul is ready that God always has a place and an opportunity to receive that initiation. But it's important to understand it's not something that's just given to the soul when it's ready, but it's also the soul receiving and choosing back. It's choosing back. There's a point in every soul's journey that when it's ready, it's going to choose back to God just as God has chosen not only created the soul, but always chosen. So when we're ready, we're going to choose back. And that choosing back is the initiation where now we're ready to receive the sacred name, which is another way of saying receiving the hand of God that's been extended to us. You've heard Jim over and over over the years speak about reaching up and literally taking the hand of God that will often appear as the spiritual teacher in the radiant form, or is that purple or blue light? Well, it often does look that way, and we often will experience it that way. But also, it can literally appear as a hand that we literally are sitting in. Because in truth, it is that hand of God or that radiant form of God's loving that is extended and truly is with every soul we just don't realize it until that day comes. So when we choose back, we open up, make ourselves vulnerable, and allow ourselves to receive that grace that has been extended, always has been extended, just waiting for us to choose back. That's really the simplicity of this action of meditation, the initiation, the spiritual teacher, and being a disciple. It really is simple. You hear us over and over talk about keeping it simple. It's so funny. We really work at keeping things in ILM simple. There's too many things to distract, too many things to make it complex, too many things to scatter our energy and our focus. So we keep it simple. 
Otherwise, we lose sight of the truth, of the purpose, the goal, the focus. And so ever, Jim and I will do what we can to keep that simplicity present and allow this pathway to be one truly of ease and grace. It really is not a hard, challenging pathway. The challenge and the hardness is really confronting our own judgments and fears, our own thoughts and feelings, all of our attachments and desires, just our desires. Want to have an idea? Go check out the Buddhist pathway. We talk about self-realization. Well, it's a pathway of self-perfection that really is confronting a lot of our desires and attachments. They say attachments are the cause of all suffering. Well, I'd have to agree there. So there is the action of letting go, of letting go to let God. And therein lies the pains, the struggles, the challenges, is that letting go, because over the eons of time that we've been having life experience in this physical creation, we've created a lot of attachments. And those attachments have created a lot of pain, and a lot of that pain looks like separation and not knowing where we've come from, who we are, or where we're going. We feel lost and wandering. That's all part of it. Those feelings are not bad. They just shake us up a lot. They'll shake us to our core. But guess what? That's where we want to get to is our core. Most people think the core is here in the gut. Strengthen the core. Yeah, let's do all those exercises. It's all that physical and emotional core that the world speaks of. But the core we're speaking of here is here, the soul. The seat of the soul. The core there. Not here. Not even the heart chakra. That's just the beginning of beginning to even get in touch with the loving. But this is still a physical, emotional loving even in the lotus meditation that we share in ILM, Jim did many years ago, it starts here in the heart chakra and lifts the focus to the seat of the soul, the true core. And this is where the real journey begins. Nowhere below here, everything below the seat of the soul is just climbing the inner mountain. But that's a climb that's one that is worthy to climb. And we have to. We've got to climb through all those attachments, those physical experiences and creations and through the imaginary and fantasies. I like to say the romantic fantasies or romanticies. The emotions, all the chakra system. Most of you in here know about that. All these emotions. And we're going up through the mind and all of our beliefs and thoughts and then up through the unconscious where we fall asleep. I have no idea what's going on until eventually we can wake up to the top of the mountain. So let's climb just right on up through our own personal consciousness to here. That's the hard part. Really, that's the hard part. And that's not the spiritual part. The spiritual part just begins here when we step out of this door here 
When we step out is where the real spiritual journey begins. Where we've got to climb the inner mountain first to reach the peak. And when we step out, well, we are on the mountaintop here. And when we step out is where we learn to fly. Because there's a lot of space between the top of the mountain and the sun. And to fly from the top of the mountain to the sun, well, that's the part where God comes in. Because that's the part we can't do on our own. We're responsible for the inner kingdom to climb the mountain, to take responsibility for our thoughts and feelings, our actions and reactions. That's this walk. To practice LAF, the loving, accepting, forgiving. Those are the tools we share about to do this walk, to come to the inner mountain, to the top, the blue light we talk about. That's that action here. That brings us to the top of the mind and maybe just beyond. But from that point, is it action where that violet light, that light of the Holy Spirit, meets us at the doorway when we're ready to take the next step? That's the great leap of faith. To take that step out of the body, out of and beyond that inner mountain we've climbed. We of ourselves cannot fly and overcome the gravity. But that's where that hand of God that we call the radiant form and the grace is extended. God meets us right here in that radiant form of the spiritual teacher and its truth is there standing and waiting for just simply when you're ready. When you're ready. There's no hurry. There's no have to. There's no pressure other than what you put on yourself. It's an encouraging, a giving, a supporting. That's what we always extend. That's what God is always extending. And all we do here is attempt to share that extension through our words, our actions, so that it begins to stir that truth awake inside of anybody that is listening and watching and ready, not even ready. Maybe you're just in preparation, getting ready, getting the tools, getting the techniques, getting the information, building that inner strength and courage. Because it often takes a great strength and courage to get beyond our fears and our desires. That's where the learning is. But once you get to this point and are ready to step out and you're ready to reach out and ask, you have to ask. It's being offered all the time, but you've got to ask to receive. You've got to reach out to receive. You've got to take that step and leap of faith to really know that God's there and always has been. And therein lies may be the biggest challenge. Because in that, we really confront every part of ourselves. Because to take that leap, to take that step, we've got to truly be willing to let go of all of our own attachments and fears and desires and judgments. We have to. Because every one of those things binds us to this physical world. 
we have to be willing to let go in order to set ourselves free. That's it. The rest is easy. That's 90% of the work. The other 10%, well, that's all in God's hands. And the funny thing is, 90% of the work truly is in God's hands and 10% is in ours, climbing the mountain. But in this world of imperfection and reflection, it always flips over the mirror image. Just as we have the mountain here and the base and the physical is big and wide and here's just a little point at the peak, well, that image flips over when you go into spirit and now opens up to the grandness of God. We have to come to that place of peace, be still. And then it opens up to the knowing of the I am. But that big leap of faith, sure, that takes faith and trust. But that's why this takes time. And through even the teacher-disciple relationship here, you start to build a trust, a faith, but not one that is of the world, but one that is of spirit. And sure, there's a reflection here in the world that will test your faith and trust. It's not about Jim and I. All we're here to do is reflect back to you that which you're learning to trust and have faith in yourself. And as you do that, we know full well when you're ready, you'll take that next step. And there you'll find us in that radiant form and spirit, ready now to take the greater journey with you. And that's the real journey of liberation. And that's the real action that we're doing here in Inner Light Ministries. That's the initiation in the sacred name where we meet you at the top of the mountain and ready to take your hand when you're ready to step out that door and really begin the greater journey beyond the physical now and into the spiritual. That's grace. And that takes openness and vulnerability and trust and faith. That takes a willingness to participate and let go of our fears and judgments to truly surrender. That's not always easy, I know. Funny thing is, once you do it, it actually is pretty easy. It's hard getting to that point, though, where it is easy. And then to keep doing that. And that's why you'll see not many people stick around for the time it takes, for the effort it takes. Everybody's seeking the easy way in the world. Funny thing is, this is the easy way in spirit, not in the world. But just as we've always shared, what we're doing here in Interlight Ministries is not the world, we're doing spirit. And so we present an easy or simple way in which to do spirit. And the funny thing is, the more each of us really lives and takes those easy actions spiritually, it will reflect into our physical lives that even our physical lives can become easier. I'm not going to say easy, but definitely easier 
Because when we really choose God and make God first and God only, well, that loving and grace lives in us and through us. So once we're willing to step out here, well, we open the door and now also allow God's grace to live in and through us so that that river of loving doesn't start and stop here. But it also continues here. Funny thing is, we've got to do the inner climb to open the door to allow it in and through the physical consciousness. And then that grace even moves with us, even in the inner journey, the inner kingdom. Because eventually, we want the two, the inner and the outer, to become one. For the two become one, not inner and outer, but rather just one movement of loving, one movement of grace, a living, loving essence. Because guess what? You are that living, loving essence of God. And that's all there is. And that has nothing to do with the inner or the outer. That simply is the divine presence that always is. That isness is the truth of life and all existence, no matter where we experience ourselves. All the rest, all of us here, truly is an illusion. It's quite a grandiose illusion, big and complex, to confuse us enough to buy into it. But eventually we realize all the games and those complexities because guess what? We, the soul that have been on the journey through all these realms, have learned by walking through all these experiences. We've learned by getting mental and complex. We've learned by getting emotional and distraught. We've learned by building our desires and fantasies. We've learned by having all these physical incarnations and experiences. We've learned. And guess what? That was the purpose of all of it anyway, was to learn. And the only true way to learn is to have experience. So we've been having experience. We've been learning. That's what karma is. It's just the experience of learning. As you often have heard us saying here, we say karmas are unlearned lessons. Well, as we allow ourselves to keep experiencing, we keep learning. So eventually we learn all the lessons. And eventually there's no unlearned lessons, but now they're learned and complete, fulfilled. We graduate. It just takes time. But that's what this realm is, is time and space to learn the lessons. The funny thing is, when we fight against it, is where the pain and the struggles are. It's when we forgive and let go that it becomes simple and elegant. So 
So really this is a path of letting go and letting God. But I know it can help to have some of the details of how this unfolds and how it works, the relationships, the teacher, the disciple, initiation, the meditation, the actions, the tools, the techniques. That's what these gatherings are about, is sharing that. But even more than that, these gatherings are about sharing the loving. As I've said over and over in here, sure, we give plenty of information, but the main thing is, is giving loving. That's the real action here. That's the part, just as I began, I'm just opening up, being human, allowing myself to be vulnerable, and in that vulnerability and openness allows a space for that divinity to come forward, to share, to express, to touch into, to relate with. And that's all I ask of others as well. If you are one who's truly seeking, wanting to know God, wanting to walk this pathway of initiation and meditation. That's all I ask of you as a disciple is to open up, to be vulnerable, to receive, to give, to participate, to make, to make it about God, not about all your stuff. Sure, we talk about your stuff, but that's just to help learn the lessons so that it really can be about God. We never want to lose sight of that. And often we can when we're caught up in our lessons. And therein lies the challenge. At some point, we've got to be willing to let go of trying to learn and simply just to love. Just to love. If you don't know what God is or how to do loving and meditation, well, one of the techniques we share about is to visualize a radiant form, whether it looks like myself or Jim, or Jesus, or a white light, or a purple light, or a blue light. Whatever serves you to visualize that, to use the imagination in a healthy, supportive way. That's the inner light. That visualization with the inner light is a faculty that creative imagination for the soul to use, and especially on this journey. Look at out there nowadays. There's so many visualization techniques for well, people want to improve their lives or manifest things or whatever it may be. Well, we just have one focus and purpose in visualization here, and that really is for you to get to know God. And then it's just a, how do you do it? How do you do it? The light and the sound. A radiant form, whether you visualize or you just close your eyes and you see that purple light that moves around. And the inner sound or the sacred name, just as the name we chant inside, is a sound. That's the sound of loving. It's a song of loving. 
as we chant the sacred name, we're sharing our loving with God. And as we open to receive, then we can hear God's love for us as an inner sound, as a voice, as music, as nature, as a wind. It's being open and receptive to all of it. And with it, you'll begin to realize the different qualities, what loving is, what grace is, what acceptance is, what forgiveness is, what peace is, what joy is, and many others. So these qualities are essences, essences of spirit. We have to make this spiritual by focusing into it. Only spirit is spiritual. Only spirit is of spirit. Our belief systems about spirit are not spirit. Our feelings about spirit are not spirit. Our fantasies about spirit are not spirit, and definitely our physical bodies are not spirit. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. So any realm that anything is from will go back to it. Just as the physical body will go back to the physical creation, so the soul will go back to the spiritual. That's the truth. There's nothing to philosophize about. There's nothing to argue about or disagree or agree about. It just is what it is. And at some point, we have to be willing to give up the arguing, the figuring out, and just surrender to what it is. And I'm not trying to tell you what it is. I'm just trying to share what it is. Everybody else is always trying to tell us what it is. We even try to tell ourselves what it is. At some point, we've got to give up the telling and just surrender to the truth. And that's the only way to really know what it is. That which is the I am that I am, that is everything that is God, that is the oneness of spirit and loving, all of it. Peace be still and know that I am. <laughs>